DMV Sports Roundtable Podcast, March Madness Edition. I have, I don't even know who I have winning. I think I have Illinois. I filled out uh, so many test run brackets, but I got Illinois. We got George Wallace, who's actually in Indiana with the uh, tournament. Exciting for him. Chris Chian, Jamal Bowens. Uh, let's start with Georgie Wallace. Uh, let's let's ch- let's chat locals. Maryland, Georgetown. Great to see the Hoyas back in there playing really good defense. Uh, the Terps yes. are three point underdogs against UConn. What what are the chances of the locals? Who do you see going farther? Maryland, Georgetown. What are your thoughts on that, Georgie? You know, it's funny. It's like Georgetown all of a sudden is this like sexy pick, right, to win this thing or go to the Final Four or something because they played so well. Uh, in a Big East tournament. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's all about matchups in the tournament. You guys know that. I think, do I think Maryland has a decent chance of beating UConn? I do. I think they're battle tested. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the way as good as the big 10 was. Uh, but again, it's just, we'll see what team shows up. You get the team that played Michigan state. They'll advance. You get the team that played, you know, Penn state and Northwestern at the end of the year, then they won't. Um, I like Georgetown to beat Colorado after that. I don't know. Gian. I would say for Maryland, how are you going to stop 19-point-per-game score James Booknight? I think he's going to be the best player on the court. It's going to be, in my opinion, a last-possession game. That's why I am personally on UConn Moneyline. I think the three points is too much. Um, there, it's two defensive teams. It's going to not be the most mm. fun style of basketball to watch, mm. but we know how Maryland's won. That's how they beat Michigan State in the regular season. Getting back on defense, um, and UConn really kind of plays the same way. Junkyard dogs, and uh, they want to, you know, grab boards and and score with book nights. So I just think UConn has a slight edge talent wise, but I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Well, look, you know, you asked, how do you stop the nineteen point game score? Uh, his name is Daryl Morsell. He's a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Now, when it comes to Georgetown and Maryland, who goes further? I have to go Maryland because Maryland has a formula. Mm-hmm. I know what their formula is. If they can play the defense that they play, and that always translates to the tournament. You know, that's just like defense in the playoffs. It translates to the tournament or running game in football. The only question I've had that we've had the whole year is, can they score consistently? Mm-hmm. When you can keep a team, you know, they went down uh, – to Michigan State early. By 11, yeah. Came back, and Michigan State didn't score for five minutes and 30 seconds. Problem is that when Maryland's done that, they also don't score. But if Maryland scores consistently, Wiggins keeps playing the way he is. Arroyo keeps being consistent on the offensive end. They were very tough out. Mm-hmm. So if, if they can do that, then I have more comments. And I am not mm-hmm. sure what Georgetown's formula would be. You know, I mean, Pat lit a fire under the ass, and, I mean, they they played that tournament like they played it for Big John. And I love the way that it happened. If you ask me what their secret to success is, uh, Pickett, has to, he has to be there from the tip of the ball. He has to be the consistent scorer. He has to have that senior presence. The freshman point guard, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, but he's the good. Have to be consistent, and they cannot get into foul trouble. But if you ask me who has the the better chance of going further, I'm going with Maryland because Maryland, if they play the way they know they can play, 
that defense starts first, and if they're consistent on the offensive end, they're going to be a tough out. They're they're one of those teams that you don't really want to play. Yeah. It's too bad that Georgetown didn't play two days later <laughs> because they're one of the hottest right. teams in the country. So now they got four or five days to sort of say, like, are we this good? Are we as good as we played against Villanova, which was impressive? And then they beat Creighton, which was fantastic. Uh, their guard play is is good with that freshman who, who came out of nowhere. And uh, yeah. Bile, is that how you say his last name? It was inserted into yeah, the starting lineup. He, he's fantastic. So the recipe, the formula for Georgetown is is very good for both teams, I think. But I'm going to go with, with the Hoyas going farther than Maryland. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to offense, guys, gosh, it's just – if they could have one more guy who was a little more consistent offensively for the Terps. That's what scares me about UConn, Chion. They've got some firepower mm-hmm. offensively, and I don't know yeah. if the Terps can, can match that. Well, I'll say this real quick. This is also a time where people step up that you haven't seen. So if Morsell steps up some more, if Hart steps up, Scott has played well, if he catches fire, then all of a sudden you have some sort of a, you have more depth and more consistency on the offensive end. They have people that can do it, mm-hmm. but will they step up when it's time to do it? They're not always there on the same page at the same time. So guys, who do you have winning it all? Oh, geez, I don't know. Yeah, I have know. Gonzaga winning it. Yeah. Um, Undefeated. I just think they, they plowed through the competition in the regular season, mm-hmm. and they have lottery picks, um, multiple mm-hmm. in their starting five. Baylor is going to be good. I think they. I, I see the two favorites, Gonzaga and Baylor, meeting in the national championship game. Oklahoma State mm-hmm. is my dark horse, if you will, team. Mm-hmm. I've got them making it to the Final Four because they have Cade Cunningham, who uh, could be the number one pick in the NBA draft. He is that good. So uh, I think he can carry them quite a bit. I mean, they ran through the Big 12 outside of losing to Texas in the championship game. So Oklahoma State's a team I see going far. Georgia? You know who else is, you know who else is pretty good? Is Alabama's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Yes, they are. And Michigan missing livers, uh, that's going to hurt them. They yeah. are a team that uh, – you know, was complete there for a while, but I think it's started getting exposed when they lost to Michigan State late in the season. Um, I, I do think Michigan does beat Alabama. I think squeaks by them when they get to that matchup, but I think uh, that's one of the ones that I would be looking forward to the most. George, yeah, I, like, I, I agree with you on Oklahoma State, too. I mean, Gonzaga, you know what's funny about Gonzaga? It's like, and, and Mark, he, this year may be a little different, but... Um, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, you know, that conference, then you get to the tournament, they're not battle-tested. But he plays everybody. And this year, they he, they had a lot of, uh, um, you know, they had a lot. The schedule was pretty good for them. And they were – they're tested. Like, they're good. Like, they are good. Played like, Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like, I'm going to go with Gonzaga just because it would be fun to go – to see a team go undefeated. I mean, as far as, you know, as far as the undercard, I want to see Juwan and Mark Turgeon in the ring go at it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mark Turgeon don't want those activities. Hey, George. <laughs> George, I want to get your quick one-minute report on what you're doing yeah. and how it is there in Indianapolis. Or where are you exactly? Are you in I am in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. We, are, uh, we, we um, can't really do much. Uh, <laughs> In my room, we, um, you know, they don't, they don't want us hanging out because if one person on the crew gets positive, then the whole crew is done. done. So we got tested before we left. We got tested when we landed here. CBS is doing the testing. Very nice, very nice people. Um, got the results the next morning. We have a thing for, on the back of our credential that says the next time we have to get tested is Saturday. It's every yeah. four days. We download an app where we get uh, have to do the health screening before we go into the arena. Uh, they'll take our temperature. 
So it's a very cool situation because for Westwood One, there's about 40 of us here in the hotel, but we can't really hang out. Right. Can't go to dinner. Can't do things like that. Hotel kind of bar? Yeah, I don't think so. All right, let's switch gears. Uh, Washington football team making a lot of noise this week. Uh, George, uh, you, you cover the team, and I don't know how I feel about this Fitzpatrick signing. I it's just a bridge. Like I I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It didn't really like jump off the page for me. I wasn't like, oh, this is great. Isn't that well, look, it wasn't their first, second, third, fourth, or fifth choices, I don't think. So <laughs> I think I, – I just don't. I mean, I think – look, he's not going to mortgage the future. We know that unless it's for Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, they wanted an upgrade over Alex Smith. I think this is the total opposite of Alex Smith. This guy's going to fling it down the field. Uh, you know, and look, $10 is not a lot for this kind of quarterback these days. So I don't have a problem with it. And here's the other thing that I, I, I think will be beneficial is that – you probably don't draft a quarterback right now. So there's right. the questions. The questions aren't there like, oh, when is he going to start? Is he going to be ready? Who's going to start? So now you're going to have these three guys compete. Somebody will go out there and play, and you'll, you'll probably be competitive, and then you can still build on the other team. I like the Curtis Samuel signing big time. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, I think they've had a f- good few days. I, I don't mind Fitzpatrick. I really don't. You weren't, What else were you going to get at this point? I, I didn't want Mariota. I didn't want Sam Darnold. Gee, I think you were you want Darnold, right? You were on board with Darnold. No, uh, I'm 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 good with the Fitzpatrick signing. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's low risk signing, and uh, we've seen older quarterbacks look at the NFC Championship game featuring uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Age ain't nothing but a number now when it comes to that position. So I am good. And with he it. said, and he said today, he goes, "I'm playing my best ball." It's hard to believe at 38. So I'll take it. Mm. Jamal, I like it though, probably. No, no. The only thing I differ with you with George is the standpoint where you do not draft a quarterback. Yeah, I think you still do because you have Fitzpatrick. I'm fine with that. And he's a bridge, but a bridge to what? Right. Yeah. And necessarily Allen. We don't know if he's going to be healthy. We don't know what the hell Haneke is. It's not he. He's a bridge to what? Because if he's a bridge to one of those two, then you just go with those two and see what they do. You I, I think you still have the door open to grab the quarterback depending on how the board goes yeah There's a quarterback available that they like you still take it it's a one-year 10 million dollar for fitzpatrick cool that's fine that's a classic bridge deal but what are you bridging to right because i don't yeah, think you're starting all over again next year right i mean i get that no, but why for what reason why would you need to do that if something falls in your lap like why would you take that out of the picture now to try to draft somebody next year. If something falls to you this year at 19 or something that well, yeah. in the realm you can you can uh, trade up for, then do that. But if it's a bridge to Heineke or Allen, what's the bridge for? They're there. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no, that's not. You're right. That's not going to be it. And it, but I'm saying at this point right now, they don't have to feel like they have to draft the quarterback. That's I, my. That's, that's what I'm I saying. I still think it's, it's a viable option. Because you, why would you, why would you need to find yourself in the same spot again? You know, well, you don't force it. Well, no, you don't have to force it. But if something is there, I'm just not ruling it out. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I have no problem. Look, Fitzpatrick. Ooh. He is the greatest Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, Fitztragic, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> He's the greatest finesse of contracts of quarterbacks all time. 
If anybody remembers, no, Chase, Chase Daniel, Chase Daniel gets that brother. Yeah, uh-huh. but see, Chase doesn't start. This <laughs> Patrick has started. If anybody and you guys remember the Rex Grossman experience here, oh if yeah, you want to know what it's going to feel like? It's going to be that. You good think? But oh, it's going to be good Rex, bad Rex, but it's going to be with more swagger, and it's going to be more entertaining. Imagine your favorite ride at Kings of Me. I don't know George and and uh, Frank. She, you didn't grow up in this area. Imagine the shockwave or the grizzly or the rebel yell or the rebel yell going backwards. Your favorite ride, and it gives you the biggest. You 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 feel great, but at some point you're going to feel like throwing up. <laughs> That's how the experience, the ups and downs with Fitzpatrick are going to go. It's not going to be check down Charlie. Mm. It's going to be exciting. You've got Curtis. You've got uh, McLaurin. They're going to add pieces. You have Gibson and McKissick. It's going to be exciting, but it's going to be sometimes you're going to feel nauseous because you're going to throw some stuff. Oh, I can't believe he made it. I can't believe he threw that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be ups and downs, but I have no problem with that. It's going to, it's going to allow this offense to be more creative and go downfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the pick that uh, people lamented Darby, William Jackson III is better than Ronald Darby. Let's just put that out there right now. He's better. Yeah. Uh, so, better? You know I think? mean, better for the money, I think, that we didn't no, he, pay $20 million dollars to Darby. but he's a, he's a better player than Darby. He is. Okay. I, 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 I thought Cincinnati had one of the worst secondaries in the league last year. So uh, Yeah, but look at their line. Yeah. William, uh, like, I mean, you got to remember, to call him Willard, William Darby. You don't mess me all up. <laughs> <laughs> William the third he's he's been a very good corner number one pick he had Carlos Dunlap and Atkins they were old put him behind this line that they have assembled right now and they signed Mayo I don't know what that means for the linebacker spot I think they addressed that when it comes to the draft there are still other linebackers they can put to fill out that front seven but you put him opposite of Fuller in, with a line like that, he thrives. And what do we know about Ron Rivera? That cornerbacks in his system, Darby is attributed to that, they perform well. Also, Williams does not miss games. Darby was healthy last year. You go and backtrack his career, he was not always healthy. Yeah, I, I'm with Jamal on this Fitzpatrick thing. I don't understand. Um, basically, they're saying our defense is good enough to win the NFC East yet again and we'll just survive with one year with this guy because it's, it's I can't see him being here next year right uh, this is no. this is just a rental no. it's but a, here's the thing like, yeah. what, what is their option what are their options now I think yeah. you, their options are the two guys they already have Heineke and Allen no. although he, Allen's in his in his his health I guess is a, is a concern well, you would have been fine with just those two no no, uh, I mean, yeah, if, you not. Knew, yeah. if you knew one of these top quarterbacks was going to fall to you at 19, sure. But I mean, yeah. how much do you like Kyle Trask? I keep saying that's the guy right. I think is going to be there at 19 yeah. if you like them. Who's that? I think you can get Trask in the second round. Yeah. But exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this, this, this draft is a draft that you can go, you can have a run at any given position at any given mm-hmm. time. Now they have a they have it heavily stacked for the quarterbacks in the top ten, but you have wide receivers that should go. The wide receivers are deep. That's why the wide receivers in free agency, the market is very slow. 
So you it's a deep, but at the same time, you've got Chase, you've got Smith, you got Waddle that all could possibly go in the top ten and deservedly so. So any given position could have a run in this in this draft. So I look, I have no problem with getting fits one year, ten mil cool. But to say they don't they should not draft the quarterback. All you're going to do is find yourself right back at square one again next year. Yeah. Why yeah. Do that? I'm with you on that one. All right, guys, before we go, any final thoughts? Wizards are red hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, red hot in, in, in 30 seconds each, uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off? I'll add the Washington Capitals just continuing to stay red hot, winning. This was a team we weren't exactly sure what we'd see from them at a year one in Peter Lavliolette, especially with the goaltending woes with Vitek Vanacek. But uh, they've stepped up, and they look like they're playing with some force this year, unlike last year where they looked lethargic at times. Um, Hats off to the Cavs playing good good hockey right now. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Georgie. All right. I'll talk to you. Chris, Jamal, thanks for checking us out. DMV Sports Roundtable Podcast. See ya.